0: Ladies, what would make your lives easier? How about a supplement that contains science-backed herbal extracts that help support hormonal health, especially in women who suffer from PMS and sometimes i be suffering. You need to try Astro Control by Happy Mammoth. It helps ease PMS. The ingredients help support the liver. That's where our hormones get processed, especially estrogen. So when the estrogen isn't processed well in our liver, women may start having PMS, spots on the skins, they get cravings, and feel all over the place. It's science, girlies. I love that it helps my body detox, and it helps me stay energized. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com with promo code POPTALKS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use promo code POPTALKS for 15% off your first order. Hello, hello! Welcome back to another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks, breaking down the biggest headlines in reality TV and pop culture. I'm back in the cold, gray, desolate state of Ohio post Florida mini vacay. Little, little sniffs go because do you have a relaxing vacation unless you come back with a sinus infection? No, never. Never. Um, but I think I'm going to be okay. I have, uh, my little tea in the corner, some water. I have my tissues, a subtle rasp to the voice, which, you know, is not necessarily a bad thing in this industry. I had a great time with the family, the mini vacay. It was nice to get a little break from Scandival, but we're back with eight pages of notes. <laughs> Uh, because the story just does not stop. We're going to get into all of the all updates at the end. I'm not going to put any all updates this week in the pop three because I want to, like, you know, talk about some other things. But trust me, we will get into everything at the end. The reunion, these Dumois posts. Uh, Ariana being spotted, all of it. And then the deep dive, we're going to do the Vanderpump Rules mid-season trailer. So trust me, we will get into it. Oh, before I forget, I am wearing something about her merch today. My new uniform for all the ladies out there that want to support our girls, Katie Maloney and Ariana Maddox. I will say it took a long time to get in, but I'm sure they are like experiencing a flex when it comes to how many orders they're receiving. But I like the sweatshirt. I got the charcoal, something about her crew neck. It's very comfortable. So if you want to buy it, I don't make any money off of it. But, you know, support your girls. Okay, let's get into this week's pop three because not only was it a big week in the Bravo sphere is a big week for Bachelor fans. Fancy sweet week. Let's get into it. All the ladies are falling in love with Zach. First, he tells Ariel that he has implemented the no sex rule only to break it one day later. Uh, we find out that he is intimate with Gabby. That's the way that they like to put it. And he's falling in love with her and also tells her, you know, that he's going to tell the other women that he broke his sex pact. So, you know, essentially, Zach is going into this week thinking, how can I make this the least mess, you know, because it's always mess. It's going to be a mess no matter what, whether you're telling three women you love them or whether you are going to the fantasy suite with all three of these women. So I think his intention was good, but it really ended up biting him where the sun don't shine because he it's unclear what happens with Ariel. I mean, I don't think that they went all the way, uh, but he does say that they had a moment. We do know that Gabby and him have a moment, you know, for lack of a better word. And then he gets to Katie, Katie's date where he decides he's going to tell her what happened with Gabby. And the thunder is like rolling through the perfectly timed thunder, you know, in the jungle. He's like, Katie, I have to tell you something. (sighs) you know, it's like, come on. The thunder is not that perfectly timed up, but it is added in post-production. So, you know, he tells her I had this rule. I broke it. What do you want me to do? And she's like, you don't need to tell me that. Like, what are you sorry for? What are you sorry for? You don't need to be sorry. Had no idea that Katie was from Canada until she said sorry about 1200 times. But, you know, I feel I know this is going to be controversial take. I feel like Zach in this spot, it's a lose lose situation, you know, because you have two options. You can either, let's, let's say Katie is the winner. No spoilers, but let's go there for a second. If Katie is the winner, you either tell her now or you tell her after the engagement and which one's worse. It's going to be bad either way, but which one is worse? Ruining your last one-on-one and your overnight date or having a major fight right after getting engaged. I think different women would have different reactions. Obviously, Katie was like, I would have rather not have known this, but you have women like, you know, Susie, who if she would have found out after an engagement, that would have been a deal breaker for her and they would have broken up. Sorry, I'm having this major alfalfa moment with my hair right now, and I am on uh videos. So let me tuck that away. I don't think it's going anywhere. But, anyways, so I think for Gabby, you know, Gabby's upset about this. She says, you know, he cleared his conscience at um the expense of my heart. And she's like, This is supposed to be between us. I honestly don't think it's it's as much, I don't want him to tell Katie. It's as it's, I don't want him to say this on national television, which makes a lot of sense. I wouldn't want, you know, my personal private information out there for the whole world to know, like, bro, maybe not, maybe not. But Katie, I think she handled it very mature. you know. The fantasy suite ensues and she gets the first rose. Gabby gets the second rose. And then Ariel gets sent home and he walks her out and he's like, you're beautiful. You're intelligent. You're mature. And she's like, yes, I know. I am beautiful, intelligent, amateur, which she is. She's going to be a hit on the beaches of paradise. Let's put it that way. The conversation that Gabby and Katie have at the end where Katie's like, I knew You are the only one. Look, if there is a place to put some edited thunder, that would be the place. And Gabby, I feel like I have a scarlet letter. Like let the thunder roll through because that is the most dramatic moment of the episode. And Gabby's feeling all weird about it. She's like, I don't know what's going on. You know, we went through the rose ceremony and he's not even looking at me, which he wasn't looking at Gabby at all. After that rose ceremony. So next week is the grand finale. What's my prediction? I think we have to have some type of shocking twist. I think Gabby's going to have a really hard time and Katie's going to kind of be able to let this go. And I think at the end of the day that he will end up with Katie and he'll use that. Gabby couldn't, you couldn't get over this as an excuse to break up with her. Okay, headline number two in this week's pop three, we have an MGK and a Megan Fox update. According to Us Weekly, Megan and MGK are currently on a break. But are still in contact. They were on a break. Sorry. You know, we had to do it. I'll just remind you, we all remember, you know, that the speculation that they called it quits happened over Super Bowl weekend with the whole Instagram fiasco. Not going to get into it, but this source told us weekly. They're very hot and cold. They've stalled in wedding planning to work on their issues. Their relationship is pretty volatile at the moment. They're currently off, but still texting each other. I saw a TikTok of Machine Gun Kelly at a show in Texas, and he says, should I move to Texas? Let me try to do my best Machine Gun Kelly impression. Should I move to Texas? I could. My life's in shambles right now. You know, he kind of mumbles a little bit. My life's in shambles right now. I don't know. Terrible Machine Gun Kelly impersonation, but you know, anyways, um, we're all thinking that These two aren't gonna last, right? There's no way. There's no way. It's too. You know, I talked about this before with a relationship coach. Uh, honestly, like last December on the podcast, we were talking about the differences between Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox and Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian, where they're both they both have the rocker edge, right? But like Courtney and Travis, their love seems like positive and happy. And I've always been of the opinion that. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox's Love Feels Dark, and I don't like it. So we're going to move on. Okay. You know, I've been trying to up my deodorant game lately. Of course, I want to smell fresh as a daisy, but I also want it to be good for my skin. Lumi deodorant has been that girl. First of all, it smells amazing. Secondly, it lasts a long time. It's pH optimized and it is seriously skin safe. Lumi has become my go-to. It's a whole body deodorant. You can use it anywhere. Yes, anywhere. Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes and free shipping. As a special offer for my listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi Starter Pack. With code POPTOX at LumiDeodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com and use code POPTOX. That's L U M E deodorant.com and use code POPTOX. Third and final headline in this week's Pop Three, Giselle Bunjan is breaking her silence about her divorce from Tom Brady. It's been five months since uh she let the world know that they were getting divorced. She did an interview with Vanity Fair, and she pretty much said, football's not the reason that we broke up, but I'm getting a lot of vibes that football is the reason that they broke up. She said that this is a decision that takes years to happen. So everyone obviously has assumed that the split was caused by Tom's Tom Brady's decision to unretire and then retire again a season later. You know, everyone's saying he's picking football over his family. And Giselle says the assumptions are very hurtful. And the craziest thing I've ever heard, that's a quote. So she says, listen, I've always cheered for him. I would continue forever. If there's one person I want to be the happiest in the world, it's him. Believe me. I want him to achieve and to conquer. I want all his dreams to come true. That's what I want, really, from the bottom of my heart. She says, being seen as, quote, somebody who is against football couldn't be further from the truth. She says, are you kidding me? I learned about it. I used to joke that I was going to be able to be the ref because I watched so many games and I loved it. What's being said is one piece of a much bigger puzzle. It's not so black and white. So is football a piece of the puzzle or is it the craziest thing you've ever heard? (laughs) Because the two, I do not think, can coexist. We'll wrap it up here. She says, sometimes you grow together. Sometimes you grow apart. She says, when I was 26 years old and he was 29 years old, we met. We wanted a family. We wanted things together. As time goes by, we realized that we just wanted different things. And now we have a choice to make. That doesn't mean you don't love the person. just means that in order for you to be authentic and truly live the life that you want to live, you have to have somebody who can meet you in the middle, right? It's a dance. It's a balance. I mean, not to be rude, but, like, it sounds like it was about football, (laughs) you know? Like, sounds like it was about him choosing football over spending quality time with the family. That's just my interpretation of things. But Giselle says it would be crazy for us to think that. So think what you want to think on that. All right, now it's time for the deep dive. Every single week on my Instagram at Morgan P Talks, I open up my deep dive submissions to you. The listeners, what do you want to know more about? This week our deep dive comes from Michelle, and <laughs> this was the overwhelming favorite in the deep dive submission. So let's hear it from Michelle. Hey Morgan, it's Michelle from Orlando, Florida. Nothing else matters besides the Vanderpump Rules midseason trailer. I mean mind blowing. Did you find any Easter eggs? Can we please give the people what they want and break it down in the deep dive? Obsessed with the pod and love you like a sis. Bye, Michelle. Love you like a sis. Yes, Easter eggs galore. We are literally going to break down this Vanderpump Rules mid-season trailer, inch by inch, piece by piece. Answer all the burning questions. So the first glimpse that gets is Sheena's wedding, although very short. We see her and Brock kissing because this Mexico trip is going to be a big part of the you know la- latter half of Vanderpump Rules. People have been asking why isn't Brock filming? According to Sheena, Brock decided to take back, according take a step back, according to blind items on the internet, it's because cast members don't want to film with Brock. According to my source who is a cast member, neither are true. Um they said you don't pick who you film with. And that it wasn't just the fact that he was taking a step back. So by process of elimination, I'm thinking he wasn't given a contract by Bravo. But there's the T on that. We see Katie and Ariana pick out a location spot for something about her sandwich shop. They say, we got the space. And Schwartz says, are they going to open before us? That to me... That little snippet sounds dubbed over. If you go back and watch the trailer again, that audio from Schwartz is a lot clearer. It's a lot louder than the rest of the trailer. I don't know if that's important, but just my little observation. The kiss. The kiss is a big part of this trailer. Who is Tom Sandoval kissing with the eye mask on? Obviously, the two options are Ariana, or Raquel. People speculating it might be Raquel because there have been a lot of reports that Raquel and Tom were both missing for three hours during Sheena's wedding. I can confirm to you that this scene in the trailer is from Sheena's wedding. The hotel is in Mexico. They have the blue walls. They have what looks like bamboo. I don't know if it's bamboo, but some type of wood on the walls. Internet sleuths looked it up and the rooms match where Sheena's wedding was at. So it is in Mexico. To me, this scene is either right as they're waking up or right as they're going to bed. And if I read this correctly, when Raquel went missing um, was... It could potentially be in the morning, mid afternoon because it was when the bridesmaids were all getting ready. So according to Sheena, they were all supposed to get ready in one spot and then move to the bridal suite. Um, it was Raquel didn't show up until they moved to the bridal suite. So there's about three hours that are unaccounted for. And a lot of people are saying that Tom and Raquel had a moment there. However, um, you know, I just, okay, let's look tentatively at this timeline. So the affair started either in late July or early August, and Sheena's wedding was in late August. So we can say, you know, let's just speculate, four weeks tops, tops that they would have been going on with this affair. Four weeks into an affair, do you think that Tom and Raquel would be comfortable kissing on camera? I mean, they surely would still be hiding their relationship. And let's just go there. Let's just say that it was Raquel and they did kiss on camera in August. I personally feel like if that's the case, this really compromises the integrity of the show, in my opinion, because how would production keep this a secret all this time at the expense of Ariana, who I'm sure production has a relationship with? Also, if they see this affair going on right before their eyes in August. You want to support the pod? Support our sponsors. Today's sponsor is Factor Meals, and you can get 50% off by visiting factormeals.com slash poptalks50 and use promo code poptalks50. If you have listened to the show for a while, you know that I am not a cook. So Factor's ready-to-eat meals are perfect for me and my busy lifestyle, and quite honestly, my lazy nights. There's no prep, no mess meals. They are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Can I get a hallelujah? Factor meals are pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie and more. Head to factormeals.com slash pop fifty and use code pop talks fifty to get fifty percent off. That's code pop fifty at factormeals.com slash poptalks fifty to get fifty percent off. The filming would skew th- towards uncovering that, right? Like they would be planting seeds for people to uncover this affair so that they could get it so they wouldn't have to refilm two weeks later, you know, this past two weeks. You get what I'm saying? Like, it just doesn't add up to me that this would be Raquel. So my opinion is that it's Ariana. I think people are also getting this scene confused with a production leak that Tom and Raquel did kiss on camera. But like I just said, there was that two week filming period recently after the scandal broke, broke, they picked cameras back up and were filming. So the way I interpreted that, because obviously there were headlines coming out left and right the past two weeks, I interpreted that this as they kissed on camera after the scandal broke. And you know, Kristen Doty said on Nick Vial's podcast, that information had to have been a production leak because who else would have known that Tom and Raquel kissed on camera besides Tom and Raquel and production. So There we have on that. Okay, next we see Sheena and Raquel. Sheena says, I was the OG homewrecker in this group. Then came La La. Now here you are. And Raquel Rachel gets a big old laugh. (laughs) Because it's so funny, right? It's not. And then in the very next scene, Raquel is seen kissing Schwartz, which at this point is just laughable because we all know how fake it is. Katie is seen next saying, We're not divorced yet. This is my husband. And I want to just plant the seed in your head of what she's wearing because we're going to come back to this moment later. Katie has like a little red lipstick stain on and a silk light shirt. And I'm going to come back to this later. Just keep that in mind. So we see a lot of clips next that viewers, knowing what we know now, can either say, they're talking about Schwartz or they're talking about Sandoval. I think the majority of it, they're talking about Schwartz. They just want to make us believe they're talking about Sandoval. You have James saying to Allie, he wants to hook up with Raquel. I think he's talking about Schwartz because we've seen in the first trailer, James throw a drink on Schwartz. So I think that it's all connected. Katie says, I want to light them both on fire, which like has become her catchphrase a lot. I'm like, you don't have to say it. Like every time you do an interview, Katie, it's kind of getting a little bit old, but I also believe she's referring to Shorts and Raquel. We get Lala talking to Allie about James. Honestly, who cares? Then we get a big moment in the Pump Rules trailer with Tom and Ariana. Tom says to her, we're only having sex like four times a year. And then she says, I cannot have sex with someone who feels like a stranger. I've already seen a lot of Ariana shaming When it comes to this revelation that they were only being intimate four times a year. And let me just tell you, that's not it. You know, people are like, well, you can't expect to keep a man if you're not intimate. Guess what? Your man has an emotional commitment to you that is equal to a woman's physical commitment to a man. And if you are not meeting the emotional intimacy that your partner needs, you can kiss that physical intimacy goodbye. If Tom Sandoval can find time to open two bars, start a cover band, plan and spend $15,000 on his soon-to-be mistress's engagement, and then spiral into a full-blown love affair, he can find the time to emotionally reconnect with his partner of almost a decade. The point is these men have never made their women a priority in their life. We have countless examples with Tom Schwartz, but Tom Sandoval chose bulldozers with the boys over spending time with Ariana on her 30th birthday after she cried to him about her needing him there because her birthdays were increasingly difficult after her dad had passed away. And he still chose to go, but babe, they have bulldozers like and you want to blame Ariana for not wanting to have intimacy with him. Okay. You need to check yourself. A bit of a rant. I'm passionate about it, but like, let's not go down that wormhole. Okay. So then Ariana is seen in the pool laughing it up with some guy who everyone's like, who is Ariana in the pool with? Turns out to be one of her gay best friends. So no need to look into that. His name is Brett Kenyon. He posted on TikTok and Instagram. It's me. Hi, I am the one naked in the pool with Ariana and I am gay. So glad we could clear that up. And then right after that, Schwartz says, open relationships are tough. The open relationship situation has been a topic of conversation. Obviously, we all have heard about the Dumois post where it was alleged that this whole love affair started because there was a bit of an entanglement, we'll say, between Tom, Raquel, and Ariana. Then in the first trailer that came out, Sheena says, Katie said you and Ariana were in an open relationship. And then Katie recently goes on Watch What Happens Live and says she was not surprised by the turn of events. So if Katie is the one telling Sheena that they're in an open relationship, and then a year later, she's like, yeah, not surprised. That's kind of putting like a piece of the puzzle together for me. Obviously, we don't know if it's true or not, but I could... I don't... In my heart, I feel like there's something to it. I don't know if it's 100% true, but I think that there's something to that that we'll have to keep an eye on. So we also see Sheena say this was a full-blown love affair. She's wearing white bucket hat, a white sweatshirt. There were paparazzi photos of her wearing that outfit the day after the all news broke. So that scene is from this two-week filming pickup. Sandoval is seen in the trailer a lot of times wearing this black shirt. He's got a little mark by his eye. I believe this is the confrontation because he's saying things like, I wish we both would have tried harder. Um, And then obviously we get a couple more snippets from this. And we heard that in this conversation, Ariana felt gaslit. You know, we see him trying to place blame on both of them. So obviously I'm thinking that this is a conversation with Ariana. He says, you don't know what's going on between us, which I think will probably be about Raquel. And then same with Ariana where she says, you don't deserve one tear of mine. She screams with that internal rage that we all felt, even though we can't hear what she's saying. To me, it looks like she's saying Raquel. And then after that, we see Raquel sitting down with someone who says, I don't regret our relationship like that. And I think she's talking to Schwartz because everything that we've heard, Raquel filming in this two-week pickup has been very few and far between. We know that she has filmed one scene with Tom Sandoval, And other than that, what we've heard online and on news publications is that she's avoiding filming. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. So that one scene with Tom Sandoval was obviously in Raquel's apartment. This scene is they're sitting outside. So I believe that she's talking to Schwartz in that scene. Um, we see Sheena say, i had so much rage in me. She's talking about the push, the punch, whatever it is. There's a hug between Raquel and a blonde girl. Can't confirm it's Lala. Don't know why they were hugging. But then we see LVP saying, you will all learn how to deal with your problems. Now, remember the outfit I was telling you about, Katie Maloney, the little red lip stain, light silk shirt. This is the part of the trailer that we get to where it's just clips no words, and the time bomb is ticking, right? It's quick, but in this little time bomb montage, we see Schwartz in a public place. It kind of looks like maybe sir, maybe pump, maybe Tom Tom. It looks like a restaurant, but he's getting into a physical altercation with somebody in a gray shirt. Somebody in a gray shirt is in Schwartz's face, like poking him. And I don't know who it is. It's not a main cast member because in that scene with LVP where she says, you all will have to learn how to whatever. And you see Katie crying. Schwartz is crying. Peter looks upset. The guy that got into the physical altercation with Schwartz is standing next to Peter. And Rachel is smiling. And everyone's like, oh, that sinister look. What could she be smiling about? My prediction here, based on all these little tidbits, is that this is a little bit of a fake out as well. They want to make it seem like it's potentially about Sandoval, but I think it's a night that got a little out of control due to Raquel and Schwartz. Um, Why this guy is fighting with Tom Schwartz, I don't know, but you all know that Lisa doesn't like people fighting in their establishment. So I'm assuming it escalated. It's the same place where Katie's like, this is my husband. She's yelling at Raquel. So a lot of different fights going on in the same vicinity and you know, I can't tell you for sure what that dude was poking Schwartz about, but he was. So then we end things with Tom saying, do you want anything? And she says, free you to die. You know, Sandoval in the black shirt, Ariana in the same outfit as well. So my thought with this, yes, Ariana, like with the comeback one, two punches. But I'm like, why is he being so nonchalant? Do you want anything? Why ask her that after this huge bomb you just dropped on her like do you want anything a hug a mcdonald's coke for your partner not to have a seven-month affair on you like why are you asking her that question anyways that's it truly broke this down piece by piece i don't think we left one thing unturned besides you know talking to Allie about James, because honestly, who cares? To wrap things up this week, we are going to get into the all updates. There's a lot. Let's start with the reunion. Raquel is going. It was first told through us through ET and then through Instagram story on her notes app. She says, yes, I will be attending the reunion tomorrow in person. Thank you for letting us know, Raquel. Through the notes app. She was in Tucson, Arizona this week, according to Dumas, with Tom Sandoval on a family visit. Um, paparazzi photos came out of Raquel boarding her dog, Graham, in Tucson, Arizona. And this, this is what I don't like about the situation. Okay. What paparazzi is on a manhunt to find Raquel Levis in Tucson, Arizona? None. None. So who made sure the paparazzi for Radar Online knew where she was going to be when she was going to be boarding the dog and that she was in Tucson, Arizona? Was it her? Was it someone on her team? That makes her look worse, in my opinion, because it's like, Why are you calling the paparazzi on yourself at this time? And obviously, it's not 100% certain that she called it on herself. But like, really, the paparazzi aren't hiding out in bushes in Tucson, Arizona. They're just not. So anyways, also on Zumwa, a reunion rumor that Tom and Ariana are going to have a one-on-one sit-down with Andy. So we'll see if that plays out. Also, Raquel this week liked a post saying she relates to former pageant queen Brianna Dyrdek being diagnosed with autism. So Brianna Dyrdek, who's married to Rob Dyrdek, um, posted on Instagram this caption, after a few months of privately processing my autism diagnosis, I decided to come out about it because the little girl in the last slide deserved better. I finally reached the acceptance phase of my late diagnosis and am filled with more hope and peace than ever before. So if you see me acting different, it's because I am with the unicorn emoji. Raquel commented and deleted, I can relate with hearts, sending you love, Brianna. So, I mean, I don't know. This is the first time we're hearing Raquel say anything about this. This is the first social media activity that she's had since she, since the scan of all leaked. I don't know. I I don't want to formulate any opinions on that. We'll wait until, I'm sure Annie will ask her something about that at the reunion. So we will. Put a pin in that. Jax and Brittany are on a press tour. They're launching their own podcast. Um, I'm surprised it looked this long, but also they're giving their thoughts on Scandival. Um, I, okay, I'm just going to be straight up honest with you. I'm going through my notes right now, and all I have is beer cheese in all capital letters. What does that have to do with anything? Obviously, Brittany and her beer che- mammals, beer cheese, but I don't, I don't know where my brain goes sometimes when I'm working this out. But, anyways, um, there you have it. So by the time you hear this, it will happen after their Watch What Happens live appearance. But they did interviews with people saying Jack specifically said Tom Sandoval couldn't control Ariana, and that's why he's with Raquel. He says Ariana is a very strong, independent woman. That's how Brittany is, uh, but you can't control her. And I think Raquel's very easily influenced. I think he likes to be able to tell her what to do. I think she's very codependent, and I think he preys on that. Now. I can't say that I disagree with Jax here, but there was also, and I didn't write it down, but there was also something Jack said about, you know, I just, I just can't believe he doesn't have any remorse. As if we all don't remember seasons one through four of Jax Taylor contemplating whether or not he was a sociopath for real, because he could not feel remorse for cheating on every single one of his girlfriends. Like... <laughs> Now, you're the remorse police, Jax Taylor, but I don't think he's wrong. Um, obviously, I don't know because I haven't seen the Watch What Happens Live yet, but you know there are rumors that Jax is making his reality TV uh, comeback on this House of Villains show. Uh, we'll see if they talk about that, but be, be aware that they're going to start a podcast. Um, Ariana also was spotted out by TMZ. I find this super interesting and I don't know what to make of it because it seems like this person that approached Ariana as her and her friend were getting coffee, asking about the reunion, asking about Raquel to me, sounds like the same guy that stopped Schwartz at LAX. Both videos are credited to Backgrid. Both videos were posted by TMZ. So I'm not sure what is going on. There, you know, if these aren't exactly random interactions, I mean, we talked to Ryan Bailey last week who talked to Dax and Adam uh, from the Hollywood Raw podcast, who they used to work for TMZ. And, you know, Ryan told us that they told him, you know, these things aren't random on the luck of a draw. So it's like, I believed it was Schwartz. Um, I guess I just have a harder time believing that Ariana would want to have a planned paparazzi moments. I don't think she should feel any shame for doing it. I mean, if anybody should be making money out of this, it's freaking Ariana because she's been publicly humiliated and heartbroken over it. So do what you got to do. But I just thought that tidbit was interesting. She was asked if Raquel has called to apologize. And she says, I don't know who you're talking about. And period dot, that's on God. And we'll leave it there. Okay. I know like, Hour by hour, more scan of all things will come out, but let me just say, I'm so happy that you hung out with me today, despite the fact that I borderline needed an inhaler or maybe an oxygen tank because I cannot breathe. So I'm gonna go maybe do a nutty pot, maybe have another cup of tea. Hey, leave a review if you haven't already. Five stars, 65 seconds, maybe a little love you like assist. Don't forget, Bastard Brain Dump comes out on the Patreon on Friday. If you wanna subscribe, the link is in the description below. We'll see you next week. Love you like a sis. A Huda Media Production.